From the campus of Stanford University and on location, this is the Entrepreneur's Radio Show and Podcast featuring in-depth one-on-one interviews with purpose-driven entrepreneurs and high-performance game changers committed to extraordinary ideas, preeminence, and multi-generational success. Our radio show and podcast illuminates the struggles, breakthroughs, and exceptional outcomes these game changers bring to industries, organizations, and lives. Hosted by Tom Dioro, principal of Podfather Media. Thank you, Tatum. For our guest today, please welcome Eden Lesnick, founder of Grodex, a manufacturer of handcrafted all-leather punching bags in San Carlos, California. Grodex was started from the ground up in 2017 with the uh, with the ambition to make the best boxing bags the world. <laughs> I love this best boxing bags the world has ever seen. Um, their product is uh, sewn and hand stuffed by a father and son team out of the San Francisco Bay Area, as I said, San Carlos, and they've come together to create the uh, again one of the. Uh, highest end boxing equipment on the on the planet for more information feel free to visit grodex-usa dash again that's grodex g-r-o-d-e-x-usa.com hello eden welcome to the entrepreneur show thank you so much for being here hi tom thank you so much for having me eden uh, what in what inspired you to create the uh, the world's greatest punching bag <laughs> Uh, well, it's a, I would say it's a collaboration with my dad and I, uh, it's not a sole inspiration. Um, uh, one of the, one of the things that inspired us to do is, is, um, when I used to box, my dad would always come into the gym and, uh, he'd always, he'd always invent stuff for me to work on. And it started off with punching bags. He would place them in unique angles, uh, unique positions for me to be able to work different techniques on and, for them to condition different muscle groups that would help me uh, improve in boxing. And then as we, as my dad does a lot of research on equipment as, and, and I think that's key uh, is, is research. Uh, we saw that there's really not a good punching bag out there. And when the time came um, to start Grodex, we decided we had the originally two lines set up a synthetic line and a leather line and the way it just worked out is that uh, we decided to go all leather and, and kind of go all out create the best product that we can make and that's from the leather used on the punching bag to the to the hanging straps that we use to the hanging mechanism basically every single part that we saw in a punching bag we improved it as much as we could I'll say I've, I've seen them. Uh, that's all, uh, obviously what, how I got in touch with you, Eden. But I've seen the bags, and, and I, my opinion is they're like works of art. W- was that part of the design? Is not just to have them functional, but actually be aesthetically pleasing? Yes, I think there's like a, a you know people are used to if you're walking to a boxing gym, it's going to be this dirty place um, with bags covered with duct tape, and you know it, what we wanted to do is is bring a piece a piece to the mind when you walk into a gym and have your mind at ease when you walk in you you feel like you're in a clean space and you're just there to work out to enjoy uh to in, to enjoy your workout and to enjoy improving your health and that's kind of the inspiration behind the behind um the logo area the logo area is created separately from a whole we go the extra mile of using and combining two different leathers together, um, a separate logo area 
which, uh, how do I say, it separates, separates the logo area from the hitting section. The hitting section, we use a dark brown color so that dirt and um, sweat is not seen as much on that. The logo area is a lighter brown, lighter brown coloration, so it separates. And if gyms want to put their gym design on there and stuff like that, people aren't punching it. It doesn't get wiped off. So that's kind of the story behind why we chose that coloration. And I think it works out great. I think the, the bags look like home decor, like like furniture almost. That's interesting. You call it ho- home decor. Um, I, I, I recall seeing... I just thought when in researching uh, our show today, I recall, you know, seeing your picture and looking at your information. I go, well, you know what? I know I've seen Eden before, and it was at B Street Boxing in San Mateo with uh, uh, Eddie Croft's place. And uh, I saw you, and you were working on a bag. It wasn't Grodex at the time because this was, let's see, maybe seven years ago. I'm trying to think when my son used to go. Um, and I saw how you approached the bag from the beginning and, uh, and how you start off. You were, you, you were amazing to watch within the first five minutes you just got going and i was so impressed with you in hindsight i didn't remember till like i was researching you like that was eden that i was so going crazy like this guy's it i was almost like cheering do you see him everyone this is how you do it but here's what i like about is because obviously you're you're very skilled at boxing and and um, accomplished and we'll talk about that in a second but what's awesome is i noticed you were able to take the transformation of being an accomplished boxer and, a, and, a, and a, as great a boxer as you can be into business and providing a service or a product for people how does that am, am i on with that or if, if you think am i stretching it a bit yeah okay so yeah you work you, you worked your you know your behind off like crazy i saw you and i thought wow if if he's able to do that here as a boxer and he's able to transfer that same energy into a work world. You, it's almost unstoppable. What's your thought on that sort of how it transfers? I think you're you are spot on with that. I think in boxing, you get what you put in, right? And you get taught a lot of lessons. Uh, with with the sport, I think there's a lot of real life lessons that can be applied to it. So if you apply those that kind of discipline to the business world and going all out, going as hard as you can, pushing yourself beyond that point and, and, and really having that hunger that, you know, makes a good boxer is, is, is the hunger behind them. So applying that hunger to, to the business world and to achieve um, creating the best punching bags and, and applying that to other fields. I mean, Grodex is not just punching bags. Uh, right now, you know, we have so much stuff in development and so many things that we are working on coming out with that, you know, I think this is only the beginning, which you guys are seeing. It's, it's very, very small beginning. And, you know, I, I wish I, I could have continued uh, my boxing career, but right now I'm focused on uh, improving my health and uh, business. But, uh, you know, I, I would have I continued with boxing. I just had a fortunate kind of series of events they're great well the, obviously it, it does transfer and um i've i've felt for years that uh great boxers can accomplish a lot in life if they're able to transfer like you've been able to do that same energy that same hunger that same drive that same what isn't it called it's called the uh what's the uh, so, uh, 
sport of science or something like that, right? It's a science, right? Boxing is a science and a sweet lifestyle. Science. Sweet science. There you go. It's a sweet science, whereas almost every other sport is play. Boxing is like a way of life, and it's a. It, no one says a, the science of football. No, it's like you can't play boxing. boxing has it. You can't play boxing. Yes, you can't play boxing. Very, very good. So, here's what where we we'll go with this is a number of people in boxing have also translated that level of success in boxing outside of the ring and you have new products it seems like it's never ending how is it like never end you have new products or i saw you have boxing gloves or uh are you at liberty to share yeah we're going um how can i say this we're we're going into other sports we're going into the home gyms we're going you know before before uh you know, first of all, I have to credit something. All of this is, is possible because of uh, my parents um, and having a great team around me. Um, I think that that level of discipline was instilled by my parents and my mom. You know, she would make the extra hours driving me to tutoring, driving me to uh, to different sporting events, driving, you know, my dad putting in the time, coming in after work, sewing these bags in between, you know, his work. Um you know, I have to credit that I, it's not just me. Um, so I wanted to get that out of the way. But um, back to back to where we were. Um, I'm sorry, where where were we? The uh, I was just asking the tr- the transference of uh, you know like the new products that you're doing because although you have great uh, you know the the bags are great and I know that you have the punching you have punching gloves as well. Yeah. You know what if what is the future as well yeah the gloves right now we're on we're on pause with the gloves the reason is is because the thickness of leather is different on the gloves than it would be for a punching bag and our punching bags are you know three millimeter thick heavy duty like italian leather this is really uh tough to work with and whereas the boxing gloves are thin leather and that requires a whole different set of machinery but the the strongest part i think is going to be uh metal mechanisms that hold the bags there's so much that can be done with that uh mechanisms that angle um let's say we have one at eddie's gym in, in the back there's um it's it's a metal wire it's attached at an angle so that way when the bag's placed on it it's always coming down at an angle towards you so if you're punching it right it's always applying pressure and you can use that as as an opponent that's always coming at you and you have to get out of the way or you can use that for conditioning where you're punching that bag while it's coming at you all the time and eddie has this workout that he came out with and you know they'll place the bag at the top angle of that metal wire and the boxer will be punching it and it was a great shoulder workout if you do that for three minutes um you're already in great shape if you can last three minutes doing that uh, not a lot of athletes can do that but um all these all these inspirations they come from from research, nonstop research, you know, we, we love this and we, we really, we're really passionate about it. So it's just like fighting, uh, watching a fighters, uh, fighters tape or watching different fighters style. You're going to pick up little things. Same with this, you know, you watch different equipment that's coming out. You watch different, um, diff- the world's always evolving. You, you just watch and pick and you, and Based on the expertise you've gained throughout all these years, all that work you've put in, you see what works and what doesn't, and uh, your eye gets really trained on that. This is excellent. You're listening to the Entrepreneur's Radio Show and Podcast on KZSU, Stanford, 
90.1 FM. We're talking today with Eden Lesnick, founder and co-founder of Grodex, a manufacturer of handcrafted all-leather punching bags in San Carlos, California. For more information, feel free to visit grodex-usa.com. Again, that's grodex-usa.com. Eden, I'd like to touch back on um, your parents and the importance of that emotional uh, and uh, mental, financial too, support of your parents. How, how else can you instill that in a lot of the folks in boxing? Because boxing traditionally has not had a, a, a lot of the people who've started, especially if you start as youth, don't have the parents, the parental support. How can you think that you might be able to help influence that so that the, the, the people that you're... Uh, you're obviously providing your your products to can also have an understanding of when you know if you start them when they're young the, the value of being uh, a great father or a great mother to their own children and maybe i'm stretching it this a little outside the uh, the box here <laughs> no pun intended but i think it's relevant it's very relevant um i think first of all some of the greatest boxers are a father and son team right floyd mayweather uh, for instance, right, that he was coached from a young age by his father. Um, and, and there's a lot of father in some team. Lomachenko, who is a Ukrainian uh, boxer, two-time Olympic champion, qu- quickest, tied the quickest to become world champion, was trained from his father. And uh, I think a great lesson that can be learned from that is that, you know, your dad or your mom or your mom knows your limits better than anyone else and knows you better than anyone else. So they can push you and can install that trust in you with them if, if, if done properly that nobody else can. And they have that care for you because you're their kid. With that being recommended, what I would recommend is I wouldn't recommend kids going and boxing until um, 12, 13, until they've matured a little bit. Boxing could be uh, monogamous or, you know, like boring. It could be you know, you, you got to put in the work. And, and if you're a kid, you want to play, you want to, you want the mind to uh, be diverse. I was actually an acrobat until the, until the age of 12. Uh, I'm a national champion in acrobatics and my dad was an acrobat. It's, it's in my family, uh, my uncle, my aunt. Um, but acrobat, like the way I say acrobatics benefited me is it taught me and same with gymnastics, it teaches you your body's limits. It teaches you what you're capable of, how much you can stretch the body. Um, it, it, and it and instills great strength in the body and the muscles. So I would recommend doing something like that. And then for, flexi- for flexibility and agility is like playing basketball or football, having fun. It's all about having fun when you're a kid, approaching it as a game. That's very important for the uh, psychology of a kid. If you're a kid and you get beat up early um, and just keep getting beat up, that's not, that's not right. And, and personally, you know, when I started boxing, I'm not going to name any names. I was, I was forced to compete, not forced, but I was told I was ready to compete because I came in an athletic kid and, um, you know, Eddie could attest to this. I, I actually sparred one of Eddie kid, Eddie's kids, uh, when I was young and, you know, I, I beat him up and I, and I was just, and I, and you know, I just started. Um, so that coach took me. And he put me into competing against guys with a hundred fights in my, he made me, he made me compete, um, three times. And I lost all my fights within, within my first six months of boxing. I wouldn't recommend competing until 
you know, a year after boxing. So psychologically that damaged me. I was, you know, this is, this is what, this is what boxing's like. You know, I, myself, I didn't give up. I, I kept coming back. I changed coaches. I improved. I didn't let that stop me. But there's a lot of kids that, that can get damaged like that. And I think it's very serious. And I think you have to look at it. That's why I think having the proper, you know, tying back proper equipment, proper gym setup. And if you see that your coach is willing to invest in his gym, he has that care. That's the coach you should be going to. You know, it's not just because they have a nice looking gym. It's because they care about what what product and what service they're providing to the kids. Um, because, you know, I've been through that myself. It's <laughs> It's not fun. You know, it's interesting. You talked about that level of care. Um, I'm just putting this together as as uh, we're continuing your show today. Is that care is usually reflective? It's not just a, a vibe or a feeling from the uh, the owner or the, the the managers, but it's a feeling of the equipment they choose too. How much do you think that has uh, uh, says a lot about their level of care? Yeah, it's. Uh, I think I just touched on that. Is the equipment that they choose. It represents, I think, how much they care about the gym. If they don't care about their gym, you're going to see dust everywhere. You're going to see, you know, they're not focused on, they're not focused on improving themselves. Why are they going to focus on improving you? Now, that research, you said that several times now. Why is it so vital to you, that level of research? I think everyone has an inspiration behind a product, you know, Steve Jobs and, and uh, the iPhone and, and, you know, he, he did his research and, and through that research, you see, you see what's missing in, in the current market. You see what's missing in, in the product and you, and if, you know, you have that motivation, you'll find a way to improve it. And then speaking of the improving is you started 2017, is it correct? Grodex? Yeah. But these ideas have been in our heads for, uh, I don't know, maybe 10 years. Uh, all of these ideas that are coming out, they've been in our We've been talking about it for a really, really long time to develop it. It's more of a, a financial thing than um, anything else that, that, that was limiting us. But uh, we're going all out. We're not, you know, nothing's going to stop us right now. Love it. Speaking about that going all out, can you please share with us, um, if you're, uh, you're cool with it, the, Floyd, the Mayweather story of how um, you got your, uh, your uh, <laughs> Grodex back to him? Yeah, I mean, we made that... It was his final fight against uh, Conor McGregor. I mean, he had one more exhibition match after that, but it was his final fight against Conor McGregor. And, you know, Grodick's just started. So in my mind, the marketing mind, I was like, you know, it would be really cool if we can get Floyd a bag. And I'm a really huge fan of Floyd personally. I respect how he has changed the mentality of if you're going to last a long time, you have to be a, a defensive fighter. And the less you get hit, the longer you last. So I wanted to, it, it was a great way to honor, you know, his boxing career with my dad and I by making this back. So I told my dad, I'm like, we can get it to him. Let's, let's just make it. So we made it We four days, nonstop work. Uh, you know, I had to get this laser engraved logo. I'd never done that before. I had to figure out, you know, how to, how to convert the files, how to convert these vector files. I don't, I don't know what all that about. Um, you know, does I had to design, I had a vision of how the bag was going to look like in my head. We had to pick out the right leather. Um, so we had to get all that organized, all that cut, all that done, all that sewed, rent this van 
to go there and fly back, get these, get these plane tickets. Um, and then we, we're driving out to Vegas and we don't know if we're going to get it to them. We have, you know, I have some connections, but I'm not sure. And Eddie luckily connected me with someone by the name of, uh, uh, Repo Rick. And, you know, he's not, you know, he's kind of what you would expect in a boxing audience, uh, a boxing point of view where, it, it, um, how do I say? He's not, by the name, you could tell that he's maybe not the most, uh, I don't know, honest person. How do I say? It? But luckily, you know, we, we met, we were in Vegas and we met him and, um, you know, we, he got us through security. He talked his way in. He, there's this cream called the Mayweather cream, which helps you lose weight. Um, it, it works, you know, for short term, it makes you sweat more. Um, and it, there's his silhouette of his body on that cream. And he showed it to the security guard. He's like, you see this? I'm repo Rick. You like, get us, like, we know this, get us through. The security let us through. We got to the back of the T-Mobile arena. The showtime was um, interviewing Floyd in a tent and we got the bag out and a whole crowd got around us and they, you know, got really loud taking pictures of this bag, everything. And the showtime lady had to come out of the tent. She was like, you guys need to quiet down. We're live. Like, what are you guys doing? Um, and so everyone quieted down, scattered away, and then Floyd came out of the tent. And when he walked over, he saw the bag, and Repo ran up to him, and Floyd's like, what's this? You know, like, what, what is it? And he saw the bag, and then, you know, usually fighters don't shake hands with, with everybody because a lot of people will, will squeeze their hand really hard, right? And if you have a fight the next day and you have hands – like Floyd's who's been punching something for 20 years. You don't want to shake anyone's hands. A fist bump is cool, but Floyd shook our hands. He kind of saw it in our eyes that I think, I think great people can read eyes. And I don't know. Uh, he kind of saw where we were coming from. He felt the bag and he goes, that bag was made to go to his gym. He goes, this bag is going to my home in Los Angeles and uh, in LA. And he announced it to everyone, shook our hands. We talked for a little bit. And um, that was that was that. That's terrific. But um, it was it was a cool cool. That was the third bag we ever made. Ian, that was, that's that outstanding. This is the Entrepreneurs Radio Show and Podcast on KZSU Stanford ninety point one FM. We want to give a uh, uh, acknowledgement to uh, B Street Boxing and Eddie Croft. B Street Boxing is a nonprofit corporation dedicated to providing a safe and productive community for at-risk youth. B Street offers a variety of youth and teenage classes as well as an amateur boxing team. Local youth learn the sport of boxing and take away critical life tools, including self-respect, discipline, and dedication. For more information, feel free to to go to bstreetboxing.com. Again, that's bstreetboxing.com. Eden, I liked you said great people see can see in your eyes that you're you're kind of one of them, even though you may you may not know them, uh, because that's that sort of look is uh is is just an I think in a in a champion's eye. Can you touch on 
that factor that you can kind of see in someone's eyes, whether they have a sense of um, kindness and uh, toughness too? I, I think if, if the, I, I don't know. I just, if you could see, you could just see it. Like if, if that, I'm not going to say that I'm anywhere near late greatness of what Floyd achieved, nowhere near that. But, you know, I think they could see if, you're an honest person in, in, in the eyes and if you're not an honest person it's 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 very simple um and and that that bag was just an honest kind of like a thank you for what you've done to the sport and you know an, uh, like a gift basically so i i think that he thought we wanted what's best for him that we didn't want anything else from that that vision in your head also you talked about the vision in your in your mind how how um how would you express how the vision in your mind 10 years plus before you even uh developed the bag how you know how do you how would you help describe this to someone who would like to do something unique that to take that vision in your mind and actually make it real uh, don't re- don't rely on anyone else to to get you to get you where you want to go rely on yourself you know, it's, there's been a lot of meetings with potential investors or potential people that could put you on and you get your hopes on and you think that, you know, tomorrow my life's going to change. It most likely won't, you know, it's very rare that it will. And you got to learn that, you know, you got to invest in yourself and what, if you provide a quality service, product, whatever, if you're providing that, then everything else will come with it. So focus on that and focus on being the best person you could be. Eden, what is a source, if you can share a source or sources of your sense of inspiration um, to accomplish everything that you do and, and, and will continue to do? Uh, family, for sure. Uh, I don't want to see my, my family struggle. I don't want to see my family go through hardships. I want to see them happy and I want to see them having the ability to, uh, to pursue their interests and invest all their time in whatever they want to do. That, that's what I, I think. Is most important for me. That gives me the most joy. Is everyone being happy and motivated and happy to be alive? It's excellent, Eden. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with your audience today that we may not have touched on that you uh, you think is important uh, to share? Definitely the most the most up to date and most uh op- like the most place you can see what Grodex is really about is our Instagram page and that's at Grodex, G-R-O-D-E-X underscore. So Instagram is where we post the most. And um, so make sure you guys tune in if you guys are interested and want to see kind of the journey evolve. We have a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff coming out um, even this week. Excellent. Eden, it's been a real honor and pleasure having you on our show. I hope you think you, you consider coming back in the near future with some of the other uh product lines and uh, your new discoveries we'd love to have you on we will be in touch thank you great questions and great great way of facilitating you did a great job thank you thank you very much eden you've been uh listening to the entrepreneurs radio show and podcast our guest today has been eden lesnick founder of grodex a manufacturer of handcrafted all leather punching bags in san carlos california grodex was started from the ground up in 2017 with the ambition to make the best 
boxing bags the world has ever seen. Each product is remarkable. So each product is hand sewn and stuffed by father and son team through uh, out of the San Francisco Bay Area, and they've come together to create the uh, um, at least what I've seen is the highest end boxing equipment on the planet. It's, a, it's it's like a work of art. I don't think it says it on their site, but I think I consider it a work of art as well as a terrific function. Um, for more information, feel free to visit grodex-usa again. That's grodex-usa.com. Join us again next time when we welcome another purpose-driven entrepreneur or high-performing game changer committed to ideas, positive outcomes, and a better world. I'm Tom Dioro. The Entrepreneur's radio show and podcast is recorded at Stanford University Studios in Palo Alto, California, and on location. The Chief Audio Engineer is Eris Chikopoulos. Chief Engineer is Mark Lawrence, and we are all assisted by Peter Caroline and Omar L. Sabrao. And the executive producer and host of The Entrepreneur's Show is Tom Dior. If you wish to contact us, our email is interviews at kzsu.stanford.edu. Again, that's interviews at kzsu.stanford.edu.